What's up, Lubbock? Uh, thank you for tuning in today on uh, another uh, episode of Second Sessions, and today is November 4th, 2019. My name is Dan, and to my left, we have Michael. Steven is out today. He had some stuff come up, but we wanted to continue on anyways. And uh, on that note, let me go and introduce our special guest. Today is Josh, uh, Josh Yeah. and he is a local musician. Um, I've checked out some of his stuff on YouTube, and he's very ambitious and takes things into his own hands, it seems like. So... Anyway, I just want to open up the floor to you, Josh. Just sure. go ahead and tell us about yourself. Okay. Uh, well, again, I am, as you said, I'm a Lubbock-based musician. Uh, I've been at it for a few years, uh, mostly a studio-based musician as opposed to like live. Uh, but I do a lot of collaborations, so I collaborate with a lot of people uh, around the world. One of my most frequent collaborators lives in the Netherlands, actually, and so uh, I have music out. I'm releasing music next year, and that's about the that's about the most uh uh forthcoming stuff forthcoming so yeah i mean i think you're kind of downplaying a little bit and the only reason i say that is because i've been on your youtube channel okay. you got like like 50 videos on there okay. and <laughs> you know you have you have some followers on those which are pretty cool and i went and checked them out okay and i just watching some of your videos I already have some questions immediately sure that i wanted to get into um but you said you collaborate so tell us a little bit about that yeah so the collaborations started um, I, I don't know where the exact starting point was, but it started with, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, with Linkin Park covers with the guy from uh, the Netherlands. And we met on a karaoke app. It's called Sing by, by Smule. And it's literally just an app where you can like uh, upload collaborations of like, well, we, we collaborated on Linkin Park songs. I, I sing Mike Shinoda's part. He sings Chester Bennington's part. And then one day... I just asked him, I was like, hey, do you have a way to record? Do you want to see if we can do this? And our first try was waiting for the end. It was really popular, and we just decided to keep making a go out of it. So once that happened, I joined a producer group, which is the next string of collaborations that I did. didn't last very long, but I've been collaborating with people really uh, ever since. And that was about two, three years ago, something like that. So, okay. Yeah. I think it's so cool that you, you kind of took things in your own hands a little bit. I, I love studio work, you know, and right. we do live music, but I like my passion is studio. Yeah. Um, it's just so much fun and you know, you get to really experiment and take your time sometimes if necessary, you know, and do some cool stuff. Yeah. And, he straight nerds out when yeah. <laughs> I, get, yeah. I get that. I, we straight lose him for once he starts tinkering and <laughs> stuff. He's in his own little world. It's and, a whole nother beast. And you know, sometimes it can make or break musicians, you know, yeah. if you get in here and you're like, Hey, there's no room for errors, you know, I mean, we can edit, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, sure. you can't just kind of blend in behind so-and-so on the stage and, you know, and just roll with it. It's, yeah. You're isolated. So, um, so I was looking at some of your videos, and that's some of the first questions I had. Like sure. I noticed the Linkin Park ones. Um, yeah. First off, I want to notice, or at least note, that um, the production is really good. Yes, it is. I, I was yeah. kind of, I didn't expect that when I saw you. You sent me that, that information. I was like, all right, let's go check it out. And sure. I, was, I was like, this is really good. Like, the production is great. And I want to talk about your methods. Okay. So, like, how do you, like, do everything, you know, as far as your production? Uh, okay, so sp speaking specifically about the covers, uh, there's a way we go about it, the, the collaborations. For the original stuff, it's all, the original stuff is all in the box for me. It's all at home. I do everything myself, really, unless I'm releasing it, then I hire uh, a mix engineer and a mastering engineer. But okay. Other but otherwise, the production, the, the instruments, uh, except drums, are all me. Um, for the collaborations, um, 
with the guy from the Netherlands. His name is Victor, by the way. Victor Whitcomb. He has a YouTube channel also. Shout out to him. He's got a real killer voice, too. Though. Yeah. He, yeah. He, 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 both, he, both he lights it up. Yeah. But uh, so the way we go about it is we choose what we're going to do, whether it's an original, whether it's uh, a cover. We decide what we're going to do. And then usually it's whoever knows the song better. So newer stuff, uh, I might know better. Older stuff, and again, by Linkin Park, he might know better. Um, and so he knows it on guitar. I know it on bass. It's just something I learned for some reason. And we're both reasonably good at programming uh, drums. So we'll just pick a starting point. It's like, okay, so I'll program drums. And then you send me a scratch track of the guitars. And then we just send back and forth until we have something that we like. And it could take anything from like two weeks to honestly, we've had one that we worked on for like five months. Mm -hmm. The one we're working on right now is uh, going on, I think, three. So, so do y'all do um, originals as well? We have been working on originals. We don't have anything released for originals so far. Actually, I, I went to the Netherlands uh, earlier February and for the specific purpose of going over and working on originals. You went over there. Yeah. Now that's cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. So, tell, tell us what that was like. It was insane. Like it in the weirdest part about the whole thing is like, you know, we met on the app, we met on, on, on a sing app, a karaoke app, and we collaborated for, I think it was like almost a year and a half before I actually met this guy flew around the world and he picked me up from the airport and it was Really, like we were messaging back and forth uh, in the airport trying to find each other, which was <laughs> a, a mess on its own. And then when I found him, I just walked up and I was like, hey. And yeah. it was, it's the weirdest thing because it's like, as it's as anticlimactic as I'm like, as, as I'm saying it right now, because like, I don't know what I was expecting, but like there wasn't fireworks. There wasn't like a, like a, like, like thunderous band, like with like collaborators meeting for the first time. The white stuff. doves flying yeah, in the exactly. back and all that. I don't know, it sounds weird and maybe a little strange, but but I mean, it was really just like guys who have been friends for like a year, year and a half, like saying hi. And it was, it was as if we've you known like, each other for a while. Let's get so. to work, you know? Yeah. That's and, why I'm... So oh. the thing that made this a bit different than just like a vacation is I, I went there, I knew, I knew uh, a friend and almost immediately we went to a place that he kind of works at. It, it, things work a little differently over there for, with like a public, uh, public ownership and properties and stuff like that. So there's technically like a public uh, bar kind mm -hmm. of it's owned by the community and he runs it. He helps run it. So okay. we went there almost imme immediately. This is six in the morning over there. I've been up for 16 hours mm -hmm. and my uh, Airbnb doesn't open. My, my guy's not going to be there until three in the afternoon. Oh, so we geez. have to kill time. I'm exhausted. He hasn't slept because he's an insomniac for 12 <laughs> hours. So what do we do? We go pick up ingredients to make mojitos. I don't know why. Sure. We, we drink mojitos and we start working on our next project, which I don't remember what it was, but I mean, that's <laughs> what we do. So now, how long ago was that? That was earlier this year. It had to have been February, March. Uh, yeah. So I think it was mid March. How cool is it to, you know, start something from nothing and then find yourself in the Netherlands? Like, uh, man, it, it, it was crazy. Like I, if you would have told me, this guy I was collaborating with on the app because I I've, I've have friends all over the world with this app. And as of now, I've met two of them, actually. So one I met in California two years ago 
uh, I'm actually f- flying to Spain to meet that same person oh, wow. in, wow. come February. Isn't it crazy how technology is a musician's friend? Yes. You know, the way we network now, it's like there's no stopping you. Absolutely insane. You know, we can be as small town as Lubbock. But look what you what you're doing with that, you mm-hmm. know, and and it just takes a little bit of investment with yourself, you know, wherever you want to spend your money. But look, you know, it works. Yeah, it's you know? it's crazy. Like like you 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 couldn't have convinced me when I started on the app that I was going to end up releasing music uh, collaborations, like doing what whatever I am doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't have told me that at the beginning and had me believe you. There's right. there's no amount of thing you couldn't have talked me into it, like believing it. It's almost something you don't grasp, or yeah. even think that's like a, an avenue. You know, when you're just like, I know for me, I would never when I was younger. Of course, that wasn't around like apps and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, you know, just I want to be in a band, but I got to find dudes that are local. You know, and which is what we've done. Right. But, you know, but now you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, and I what's this app called again? It's called Sing. It's it's just called Sing, but it's by a company called Smule. And okay. it's like the, the, the logo's purple. It's really easy to find. It's they, they have a few apps. Yeah, they got uh, that one app that plays the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. I think that's your you most okay. popular yeah. one or something like that. But uh but yeah, it's just called Sing. It's it's a really cool app. It's just it's a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Even just like to go on and unwind and that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, and it's worked for you. Yeah, so oh, absolutely. You know, obviously, you're traveling the world yeah. <laughs> as, a mu- as a musician, yeah. which is, I think, a lot of us yeah, would uh, strive for that. Yeah, you know, like Michael and I and our band, we went a few years ago to California. Right. And someone showed interest in us. We did a few shows. That was huge for us. Yeah, and, and that was still in the United States. Mm-hmm. But you know, to to be able to have a reason to travel because you're writing music, yeah. that's cool. You know, that's really cool. So I want to go back to the producing again. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, are you using your own software? What do you What do you use? I am a uh, my DAW is Logic Pro 10. Okay. Uh, and I record on a MacBook Pro into a Scarlett 2i4 using a blue. Um, oh man, what is the mic? Uh, Spark. It's a Spark okay. by Blue. Okay. Uh, that's that's my recording equipment. Which are good microphones and, and, and friendly on the budget. Yes. Yeah. You know? That was that was the big thing. I had worked with Spark by Blue on the release of my EP, one of the acoustic versions of the songs that I have on it. And uh, the the mix engineer, he was like, I don't know what mic you used because it was away from it was away from him. And he he's I don't know what mic you used, but this sounds incredible by that mic. And uh, I did. I, no, no. I yeah I went later and I bought that's and that's the mic I use now. It's just what works, you know. Yeah. We can spend and blow the budget, but mm-hmm. if we don't have to, let's not, you know. Yeah. And and that's like we were talking about. But some of the investments that I've made was just something that was under three hundred bucks yes. mm-hmm. versus three grand. Oh, we've got a lot of Frankenstein stuff in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter as long as it works. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, don't break don't break the bank if you don't have to. If you don't have to. Yeah. And that and it's been a long time. Even for what's in this room has been over ten years of, you know, getting stuff together and right. then and then getting educated a little bit along the way to make your you make your decisions on what you want to purchase. Yeah. Um but you know, for a musician as yourself, I mean it's great that you have an uh, an ability to afford something, put it together. How, how how did you learn how to produce? I uh I YouTube is where I started. I started on YouTube and you can do anything on YouTube. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I started on YouTube and I was at that for about like six months and I learned a good bit just like watching YouTube tutorials and stuff like that. But then I actually did sign up, 
uh, and I went to Full Sail University, so I actually have a degree in music production. Oh, cool! Full, full um, Sail is yeah. that the one that's down in around Florida? Or yes, is it? yeah. So yeah, oh, so wow. I did that, but I I did the online portion. So it's an accelerated program, and I did the online portion for two years. I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, I I mean, even through that, I still felt like I along with the program, I was still learning a lot, just like from actu- like actively working. Mm-hmm. So like continuing to do the YouTube uh, stuff and release music and all that. And uh, from I kept watching YouTube tutorials along with what I was l- actually learning in school and stuff, so. I do the same when like, cause I, I went to SBC and got a yeah. degree there. And you know, it's like when you're going to school to learn what you want to do, it's not like school. Yeah, You know, you, you have a good time. And, and outside of uh, SPC. After I graduated, um, I was still learning stuff from YouTube, just mm-hmm. as you did. You have a question, okay, just search it. And then um, through other producers I've worked with and other studios, they show me these tricks. And you gather up these little pearls, and the next thing you know, you're making some awesome mixes. Yeah, you know, yeah. and like you like like what I've heard that you've done. Like I, I really wanted. I was like, because that's the first thing <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, sure, okay, this isn't like backdoor or right. you know, garage stuff. This yeah, is so- like. Even though it might be, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, yeah you, you could know? already tell he's going to start picking your brain. <laughs> sure. All right. All okay, right. Yeah. okay, but I don't want to make it all about your methods. No, that's fine. You know, some, sometimes we have secrets we want well, to keep that. Right. So, uh, at sure. what point did you just wake up and go, "This is what I want to do"? The, the okay. So I think when I started with school, or when I started learning how to do music production, I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to record, and. I started off by using like GarageBand into a system, just like some songs that I had been working on. And so I went to the computer, plugged in and recorded some really bad stuff. Just, I mean, like the method and stuff, it Mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't articulated well. There wasn't really a whole lot going on musically. So uh, I started watching YouTube. I started buying the right equipment because I, I was using a different interface. So I, like I was using someone else's interface. Mm-hmm. So I decided I want to do this myself, do this at home. So I bought the right equipment and I'm not advocating that you go out and buy like at equipment thinking that's going to solve any problems. I just needed the setup basically. Mm-hmm. So I went out, I bought an interface. Uh, I spent like 25 bucks on the intro version to studio one, which is my preferred DAW, if I'm being honest. It's just Logic Pro 10 came with my uh, with my laptop. Oh. Um, and then I went from there. I started on YouTube. The starting points were Andrew Huang uh, on YouTube, uh, Recording Revolution by Graham Cochran. Really comprehensive YouTube tutorials that I just started... Like it, those, Watching those channels made me feel that I could do this. You know, and, and it wasn't like, I, I don't know that it, uh, there was any solid point that like, this is what I want to do. It's just when it started coming together, when I started getting better and better at it, I was like, I guess I started thinking, it was like, I, I can make this happen. I can do this. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. So when things started sounding better, I guess, when I started getting a little better at things, when, mm-hmm. when these channels started convincing me that I could do this. Yeah, you know? it's like, because, you know, we want the end result of a song that yeah. we hear on the radio immediately. And it's mm-hmm. a process. You know, you have to get there. It's not like as soon as you record, it's gold. Yeah. No, it, it takes some process. Mm-hmm. But so you collaborate with uh, Victor out of the Netherlands. You yes. said you're going to Spain. So how many people are you collaborating with? I, at, at any given time, I'm likely collaborating with at least three people. Okay. Uh, I don't know where I'm working on one right now where I'm just doing vocals and uh, I'm on a I'm on a 
uh, songwriting hub uh, or like a portal where it's just like a, it's almost like a forum, but like a little more updated kind of thing where like they have like a specific purpose of like collaborating with people and that kind of thing, showing your music, collaborating. And there was one guy who was just looking for a vocalist and I, we ended up working out uh, to collaborate. So I'm working on that project. All, I'm always working with Victor at one point or another. And then I'm working on another guy or two other US-based musicians. So currently I have four uh, collaborations going. At this moment. At this moment. So yeah. do you ever collaborate with anyone here in Lubbock? I, uh, I don't want to say no, but y no, uh, not currently, but my mix engineer, and I think he's going to, my, my producer mix engineer, he is the guitarist of Astringency. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, he's, uh, I'll be working with him when, when he finishes the album, when, when Astringency fi finishes their album, I'll be working with them. And their name's been dropped in here by other uh, oh, guests yeah. we've had. Yeah, yeah. so we, we've and we, they've been around Lubbock for a little bit. Yeah, they, they they're have. real heavy. Yeah, um, we had um, uh, Tea with Titans in here. Okay, and uh, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, John, John. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, not Mark. John, John was telling us about. Mm -hmm. and he he loves those guys. Yeah, know? they're they're uh, and and Aaron, the guy I'm talking about, the guitarist. Uh, they have two guitarists, but uh, Aaron's a good friend of mine. He's a phenomenal musician, and when I had the opportunity to work with him. I, I absolutely jumped on it. Like, he, I was just gonna, uh, I can't even remember how the process started. I think I just wanted him to like mix one or two of my songs. And then he offered, it's like, you just wanna do the whole project with me? And I was like, absolutely. For sure. I would, I would love right? to. So, um, so when you're doing all this, I mean, you have like goals, but, um, or people you're working with, yeah. but what are your future goals? What would you like to be doing? Oh, uh, I'd love to be able to do music full time. I'd love to make that, I'd love to be able to, to, uh, have my music be my primary source of income and uh that's probably the goal if if i'm being like like in a dream world mm -hmm. i'm not saying it's not realistic but like in a dream world in a dreamscape uh, having my music uh as my primary primary source of income that would be the goal so okay so y you do mostly studio stuff now yeah. would this stuff become live i could it could i've been in live bands before we've performed uh, bands I've been in have performed my original material and stuff. And uh, Aaron and I have sort of talked about that, like when we finish uh, my album, uh, finding a way to to get it, to to make it, uh, finding a way to perform it live and stuff. So I would like to. Uh, it's just I think I think even why I started being primarily a studio-based musician is um, my most recent projects have fallen by the wayside for reasons or others and then having to keep switching bands and having to keep finding members and learn new material and stuff it's just it's it's taxing yeah, it mm -hmm. can be it, pretty monotonous to find that yeah. right mixture and then keep it going yeah and then and, and when everything falls apart it's either like the music goes with you or it doesn't so it's almost like you're starting all over again mm -hmm. and and but in a studio that's not the case it's like when you have something recorded well it's recorded there it you is. know so it's I think I think that's why I started on that path in the first place. So how would it work for you then? Um, and what I'm asking is because if you're doing a lot of studio stuff and the way things are now, you know, people don't even have to buy music anymore. So how would it how would it become a financial? I think setup? I think the way that I would want it, I would it would have to work actually realistically is like yes, I'm making some money off of like my music being purchased, streams, whatever. Um, but the likely the way it would likely happen is uh, I would. I think even it could work maybe on the merit of collaborations 
where like I could be hired as a mm-hmm. as a studio musician. So like I, I'm a I'm a pretty decent guitarist, and uh, I I like to think I'm a pretty good vocalist. So it um, is sound, yeah. From what I've heard, it's great. Thanks. And I would love to be a studio musician too. Yeah. Like uh, you know with addition to everything else that we do just to be able to like collaborate yeah. and record and get paid for that yeah, yeah absolutely that'd be, great. that'd be really cool you know especially if you can do it um well i mean touring or not really touring but traveling like you've yeah. done i mean that'd be really cool check yeah, out some that'd new be, studios that'd be a lot of fun and you know have all this experience underneath your belt next thing you know you got a name for yourself yeah <laughs> which would be really cool yeah right okay um now you are Yourself, I know you said Victor Lincoln Park. Now, do you find yourself as much of a fan as him, or no? Because okay. there are very few people who are as big of a fan of Lincoln Park as Victor is. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll just say that I am a fan of Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park was probably my the Lincoln Park. I will say was the band who got me into rock music. With uh, it was the very first I think rock music video I'd ever saw with Crawling. Uh, I got into very good video by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, uh, still still kind of holds up the the video itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they got me into rock music. Uh, Mike Shinoda currently is still one of my favorite producers of all time. He's he just released a music uh, he just released a song called Fine for like a Russian movie that's coming out and it's it's incredible. Yeah, I've got I've got a ton of Mike Shinoda stuff. That yeah, dude, that dude's got a mind. Yeah, man. he does. He, the way he works is like on a different level, and I like. Uh, anyway, absolutely goals. But um, yeah, so Linkin Park was pr- my first favorite band, I guess. And uh, I f- sort of fell off after um, they had an album, Minutes to Midnight. Not that I didn't like that album, but I just stopped following them heavily yeah, after they that. Went, they went a total different route. Yeah, they did. That. Yeah. And, um, I, but I sort of got back into them after an album called Living Things. And... My, my fandom's been about pr- pretty solid since then. Yeah, I remember yeah. the first time. I, I really did enjoy the the first song y'all did. That yeah. waiting in the end. I oh, really thanks. loved that song. Yeah, and that and that was the one. Yeah, you said that, that that was the first one that that was the. I think that was the first one. Like Victor and I, like really, that was the one that convinced us to keep doing this. Because if it wasn't as successful as it was, we may have kept doing it for fun. But like that that one's the reason we keep doing it is because yeah. it was fun and people liked seeing it. So. Yeah, and okay. So I wanted to um, play a little clip. Yeah, sure. If that's cool. Yeah, All right. that's fine. So I won't like play an entire song, but I want people to because they haven't heard of you, or at least we know what we're talking about. Like, sure. let's give them a chance to hear yeah. it. So I just pulled one of them up. Um, cool. Clippy paper, time. Paper cuts. Or okay. Paper cut. All sure. Right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. It's another good song. Yeah, but I know what I can't 
Okay. <laughs> I, I could let keep going. He, but... he kills those dead gum <laughs> yeah, screams in there, man. He it's almost just... sounds like Chester. Yes, right there. I, yeah. It, it is incredible how similar he sounds. Yeah. So okay. So here, like, uh, people listening or watching can't see what I'm looking at, but right now I have it pulled up on the YouTube channel, and I'm looking at it now. There's three of you guys in this video. And what I like about y'all's videos is it's it, I like this kind of stuff where it's like it's it's the it's the video recording of you performing yeah it, right so uh, you know it's and now okay so I I guess my first question here is like you got two other it looks like Victor right here yep. who you're talking about and there's a third guy on the, the that's, I, that's still Victor actually that's Victor is is a oh, uh, Victor okay. does Victor does well both we both do but Victor likes recording his hard pans of left and right. Okay. Uh, I only I I do hard pans left and right, but I only record one take of it. So okay. when th there's two of them, it's it, they're both Victor. Yeah. Okay, because like it got him, and you play guitar. I do. And, but here you're just singing. Yeah. But not, he, on that song, I didn't play. Okay. So now, um, what's really cool about it is, well, one, it just sounds it sounds great. Yeah. And now that's him doing guitar. Yes. Uh, y'all are both doing vocals. Yes. Now who's doing the bass? Uh, I played bass on that one, and uh, I programmed drums for that. And programmed drums. Yeah. And is there any other instrumentation I'm leaving out? Uh, there's some electronics on it that Victor programmed. Okay, and then did that that background. Da, 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 yeah, yeah. That, no, that, that, yeah. You know that. I don't know. They call like a melody yeah, or whatever, yeah. but or harmonic. But right. but uh, anyways, it sounds really good. And this is what I was first. I was like, all right, let me check out some more of these. And I, you could just pick one out. And it doesn't matter. They all sound really cool. Yeah. But I just want to say that's awesome work. All right. Thank you. Really good stuff. Um, and this is the stuff that y'all do that you send off. Someone else, you know, engineers it or, you know, uh, mixes no, it. Actually, so uh, th that's for that's for stuff that I release. But actually okay. for mixing and well, we both master, but for mixing, Victor does all of the mixing for this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's done a fantastic yeah, job. Yeah. job. You know, mm -hmm. that's all right. Cool. So y'all just got done with waiting in the end. Yes. All right. You got the finished product. Yes. You're fixing to put it out there. Yep. What were you feeling right when you just you clicked that button? Here we go. I was I was not expecting honestly anything. I was just, I, what's going through my head is like this. We finished this. Like we fi we finished it. I was surprised at how good it sounded because mm -hmm. I mean, not that I didn't expect it to sound good, but when the finished product came out, well, one I had never heard Victor mix anything before, so that was my first instance of it, uh, and the sort of the way like our voices line up. On, or like sound together the way we harmonize sounds really good and we have some people who like our the, the way we sound together from the app mm -hmm. but like i mean i don't expect it to translate to youtube at all but as of right now i think it's 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 at least my most viewed video i don't know i doubt it's his but 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 it's one of my most viewed videos so when y'all were like recording the, the video mm -hmm. is are y'all in the same are y'all together is this all separate no it's all separate so the only video that we are we recorded together was uh i think it was lost in the echo because i was in the netherlands when okay. when we recorded so y'all are straight sending footage and yes. stuff to each other piecing that man that's, that's yeah everything right waves, and crazy. waves mp4s everything we're just set, we're y'all emailing this stuff for we, Dropbox, uh, for files. Oh, we have a shared. We have a shared Google Drive. Okay, yeah. and that 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 makes it real yeah. simple. Mm -hmm. So on the video work, who's doing that? Uh, I record. Um, I record my stuff. He records his stuff, and then he puts it together. So he does. Quite he does a, a lot. Yeah, he does a lot. But he, you know, the two of y'all come together, and make yes. it a, a possible thing. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool, man. Kudos Victor, to you, man. You're a badass. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Tell Victor about this because yeah, we'd like Victor. to, you know, let him know that you know. Good job, bro. Absolutely. Good job. Man. I mean, yeah, straight up, toot your horn, man. Y'all did an excellent job yeah. on this stuff. It's it's really cool. So okay, um, let's see here. I was trying to look. okay. So um, now 
since you've started, how long have you been doing this now? Uh, well, what specifically? Um, I guess just really maybe collaborating as, as well as picking up the guitar and playing. So picking up, uh, well, okay, so guitar I've been at the longest. It's probably been, uh, I don't know, over 10 years, I think, okay. like nine, nine to 11 years, something like somewhere in between there. Um, collaborating was the most recent thing and I think collaborating is probably what I the, the, the majority of what I do uh, that was just two or three years ago Victor was my first collaboration okay and y'all still work together like yes. you said and y'all still doing stuff mm -hmm. that's, that's really awesome especially if y'all get some like original stuff we yeah. would love to hear that you know and hear what's going on with all that yeah so maybe you can announce a date or is it too soon uh maybe okay so uh i, I don't know that this is for sure but i have a project that uh, i have uh written and produced but the vocals were going absolutely nowhere with me so like i i had i shipped out the top line to another to another vocalist that i've worked with before so i was like look if you want to go at this have at it well, he recently told me that it, it's it's been a little taxing for him because like he's gotten some parts going, but he doesn't know if he'll be able to finalize it. Well, if that falls through, uh, if I'm able to finish writing it, I think I'm gonna have Victor s just sing the song. So like, okay. uh, I'll give him the opportunity to finish writing it, but at the very least, uh, I'll 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 I'd like to have him sing on it, okay. uh, sing the song. And if if that is the case, uh, it, it it'll be out this year. Nice. Uh, yeah. Before 2020. Yeah. Before 2020. Oh, so around the corner. Yeah. It, it's just, it is just one song, but but yes. who cares? Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's the start, and I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah. You know. But you got to get that one. It's like it's like the teaser. Yeah. You know? And this is what's coming. You For know? sure. Yeah, and when we do stuff, because we we'll record out of here, and and we want to like immediately get to that first song. We yeah. like want to throw it out there like we're so excited but sometimes you're like all right well, let's hold on because if it takes another year to get oh yeah that's, that's a good point yeah <laughs> you know it's like oh we don't want them to forget yeah. you just want to throw in there hey just check it out listen here it all is but mm -hmm. you know sometimes like you said we got other things going on yeah it's it's kind of hard to yeah, yeah. momentum's important mm -hmm. you know it's i don't think it's something that ever, it's it's uh it's more important than i think it ever has been you know because like we don't really have we don't follow bands like we did 20 years ago. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so keeping keeping yourself, keeping the bands on the forefront. Uh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. If it takes a year, and it, it's a different it way because the way music is is so accessible now. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, you can just YouTube. Everyone's leasing or other platforms, but mm -hmm. there it is. You know, and then we want to move on to the next thing sometimes you know it's easy to be like oh wait yeah, that album's not released yet well yeah. I kind of forgot about yeah. it yeah you know so. Um, Okay. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I wanted to ask you this question. Sure. I was, sorry, I was looking at my board here and I kind of got fine. lost. Yeah. All right. But uh, I wanted to say, like, okay, so you've been, how long have you lived in Lubbock now? Uh, about two or three years, actually. So, okay. so Lubbock, Lubbock was, uh, I remember actually finishing the vocals for Waiting for the End before I had absolutely any furniture in my apartment. I had just finished moving in and I was finishing the 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 vocals for waiting for the end with my collaboration with so Victor. Where were you before Lubbock? I was in Plainview. I lived okay. in Plainview for a few months and then El Paso before that. So you've been in Texas most or all your life. Yeah. So why why Lubbock now? Uh, I really like the West Texas area. So I went to school at, at Wayland. I lived there for a better part of five years, something like that. And um, I went back to El Paso and I was there for a job. It was a seasonal job. It was a, a set two years thing. So uh, when that finished up, I I had absolutely no plans after that. So I was like, well, um, I like the area. So mm -hmm. I tried Plainview, and Plainview, 
I, I kind of felt like Plainview and I had run our course. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Lubbock, and it's, it's worked out for me. We have some friends that are musicians out there. Um, you, have you heard of Fluid, Fluid Frequency? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're buddies of ours. Now, I think they, they all aren't in Lubbock, I mean, uh, Plainview anymore. Right. Uh, I think some have moved. But anyways, those are good buddies of right. ours. And, and they'd always travel, mm. you know, with the 45-minute drive yeah. to, to play their shit. And then they, right. they would have to leave, you know, because, I mean, they got jobs. Yeah, and, yeah. And they can't stay out late and party and stuff. But, <laughs> but yeah, we um and now they're you know um David you know he's with um All Falls Down. I don't know if you're familiar with some of these bands. You said two or three years you've been here. Yeah. Okay. Do you so, get out and catch uh, the local shows? And yeah. Stuff? Yeah. So the most recent one I went to was the Astringency show was okay. uh, not this past Friday, but a, a couple weeks ago. I think. I assume maybe Jake's. Yes. That's where most of the venues are yeah. for at least the heavier stuff these yeah. days since a lot of things have closed down. But that that's a great cuz this is how I went around the question sure. after you. Okay. Like, so what being here for this this, you know, this while now, what is your view on our local scene here in Lubbock? It's present. I like that. Like uh El Paso has a a music scene, but it's it's weird how small it is for how big the city is. Uh Lubbock actually seems like it it's really present for the size of the city like mm-hmm. uh I, I i really can't explain it but uh I, there was one show like this or there was like a couple shows like this in, in el paso and um one one fell through one went away and it it leaves very little in the in the way of like collaborating and um and like networking and that kind of thing and you just you kind of have to be really really forthcoming with it all in el paso and that's not to dog on El Paso at all because it's it is what is there is very alive, but Lubbock like I saw that in troves. Um, I was immediately invited, I think, by a friend of mine to the Lubbock Musicians uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. and that's live pretty much every day. Yeah, and people post all the time. Yeah, and uh, you know you you do go out to a show and you see people you've never seen before, you see bands you've never seen before, and like you see like you you show up and like there's a friend that you've known for a bit there that you haven't seen in a while. It's like, hey, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you it's, it's sort of like a different way of networking that is really interesting. Um, it's, well, okay, I say surprising, I guess, for the size of Lubbock mm-hmm. because... I guess just because of where I came from. Well, you know, and one thing that's good about a little Jim Lubbock has, you know, it's it's not really big, it's not too small, but mm-hmm. you can run into people, meet people. Like, you can definitely find someone you know yeah especially if you've been around and networked enough you know you can run into these places and be like oh you know what's up and you know and maybe meet some connections through yeah. all that and and we we've been doing it we haven't gigged in a while yeah. the reason because we originally were like hey we um we wanted to, we didn't want to lose momentum on writing sure our problem is writing right and not in the bad way we write too much right okay um, and, and and not to like toot our horn by saying that but what we'll do a lot of time is um we'll get in here we'll practice and it's not uncommon to write a song and and we have it starts stacking and stacking yeah. and stacking and next thing you know we're like okay we've got to stay focused and then we want to record so we like select our music but this is what we want to record for the album and then we write a new song and we're like okay what's getting the bump now (laughs) then you know what would happen is we would during this process we would get show offers and we were like okay let's focus uh on a show let's write let's get a set list and and practice a set list and then we would lose momentum on the writing side oh yeah so it's always so we we said hey let's take a chill let's break and we break for a while honestly longer than we'd like to admit i think it's been a year yeah you know yeah i'm I'm chomping at the bit because i love being on the stage yeah i get mm-hmm. that yeah it, i mean it's 
it's a different animal, you know, like being mm-hmm. on stage and stuff. I get, I get it. I get the energy and stuff, but honestly, but I do get the, the whole, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it takes, you lose momentum on writing and get that. I, get Man, I just feel bad for Michael because he loves, he loves being on stage more yeah. than, than any of the writing or yeah. I don't no, know. I, the do, writing, I do love but, the writing. Yeah. I, b- I believe that crea- creating something that's coming from you and you've, you've done it with, you know, people close to you. It's just, there's this really cool high you get with creating something that you love. But getting on stage and throwing it out there, yeah. I mean, it's just, I love that feeling. Yeah. By any chance, did you go to the, there's a show, I think it was October 26th at Jake's. It was a Halloween show and TV for Titans was throwing it. The only, I, okay, if you, I don't, the only reason we asked, because we were actually planning on, Second Sessions was planning on being there. Yeah. Okay. We wanted to do a, a, a recording, a podcast, you know, on site. Okay. And then we were, it just didn't happen in okay. the end. We were so bummed. And That's I was going to say, if you'd been there, tell me what that show was like. So I saw okay. pictures and it looked really epic. Like these people were dressed up. I don't know that I was. I think, or it may have been, because that sounds familiar, but I think it was like a two day show or something like that. There was oh, a Friday, Friday or Saturday thing going on at Jake's. I did not realize I, it was two. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know that they were connected like i don't like okay. a festival kind of thing i i don't know if they were Astring- but i think there was two shows back to back yeah so like astringency played on friday i was there friday i think okay. there was a show there saturday also though it, which may be what you were talking about I think that would have been the 26th maybe that's what it was because i had ended up having to work that saturday and it kind of screwed us yeah so it just didn't work out and we right. still want to do that i think because mm-hmm. the, the whole idea of this the show that we do yeah. you know for the podcast is really get people like you and, and bands to get out there, you know, with a, a Lubbock medium. Yeah. I don't really know how yeah, to describe it. Because that's but, the funny thing. This yeah. place is brimming with just tons of really yeah. good musicians mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about right. it. Right. And, and that's the other thing, too. Like, And also people that are, um, you know, fresh to the scene and yeah. they want to find out what's going on. Yeah. Maybe we can provide that. And, you know, saying stuff like, hey, the, the, the Facebook page for the local Lubbock scene, things like this. This is how you yeah. find out. Mm-hmm. But we really wanted to take a – we've always wanted to be involved more than just a band. And eventually this just kind of happened. You know, we talked about it forever and mm-hmm. here we are. And we, we think it's really cool because we get to yeah. meet people that we haven't met like, you, like yourself. And, and I think it's really cool to meet someone that travels yeah. as a studio musician. <laughs> That's super cool. I'm yeah. still impressed by all means. Like, yeah, it, well, it, thanks. Yeah. There's something just really cool about meeting badass artists that are just right outside oh, yeah. the door, you know? Yeah. So I, I do think this is very this is this what you're doing here is really cool also. So I, well, didn't want, I, I don't want to just let that get out the door. Yeah, oh, I, I do appreciate because we still are. You know, like I said, we're we're new. We don't have yeah. a whole lot of episodes yet, but um, we're we're just trying to really develop it and hopefully, you know, it can be something and yeah. and, and show up to a live show and people like and have anyone sit down. Yeah, it's at the show. Hey, even if they're not a musician, talk and tell us what you like about the scene. Right. What, who who are you here to see? You know, and and really kind of help get these bands some exposure. Exactly. And through something that didn't cost them anything. Right. You know. Anyways. Um. Okay. So I did have a wrap up question sure. for you. Okay. And and it's it's okay. It's kind of more designed to get you to think. Okay. All right. So being where you are now, okay. if you went back in time and gave advice to your younger self, what would it be? Uh, okay. So that depends, that would depend on how far back and if we're speaking specifically about music, but, uh, okay. So I make a lot of d- dumb decisions and, um, if I'll, I'll stick with music. Let's okay. do that. Uh, yeah. 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 So, um, if I had to go back, I'd say, uh, YouTube is a, at any, at any point in time, really, or I would have told myself at the start of college where YouTube, I guess was sort of like really starting to become a thing. Uh, I was on YouTube and I uploaded like two videos and that was it. I was, I, I think I would have told myself like, 
try this YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Like, learn from this YouTube thing, but also, like, try doing this thing, you know? Because, like, I, I think at that point, I would have learned a lot uh, from the people that were already on it, who were already doing YouTube. And um, people are making a lot of money on YouTube now. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that if I would have started on it 10 years ago, I don't know that I would have made it, but, you know, I don't know that I wouldn't have. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's a great great uh, source yeah for people to learn anything oh it sure did turn into you know, a monster because it used to just be a place i'd go to watch people do just jackass stuff yeah right yeah, yeah. and, and then it's it blown up into this and it, now you can it make a living yeah yeah and so uh, i'm gonna take this question a little further what kind of advice would you give anyone um not necessarily just in the lubbock scene but what advice would you give someone else that is trying to yeah like an up-and-comer that's yeah. trying to get into what you're doing i'd get uh i'd say have something of value and that's not so someone can take advantage of that but that's so that you have something to offer someone uh so i don't think necessarily i'm the best at really anything but i do consider myself a pretty good musician and i consider myself a pretty good uh, songwriter producer kind of thing so i think that's why collaboration has benefited me because uh, it hasn't always been me seeking collaborations. People have approached me about collaborations also. So if, you, if you're trying to get your name out, um, it, it's not even just about like songwriting collaborations. Like uh, be open and be humble uh, to help. When pe- people offering help, uh, offering help to people, whatever you, uh, let's just take the equipment for example. It's like someone uh, is maybe more prominent in the scene but isn't getting the best out of their equipment and you know the equipment, have at it. You know, mm-hmm. like offer a helping hand. Uh, I, I just don't think that you can do this alone. You okay. know, I don't think mm-hmm. that uh, you can just start writing your music, um, even if you mix it and master it yourself and then just like release it. Like if you have, if you haven't learned anybody else's name, I think you're doing things and wrong. And they can help, you know, drop your name. Yeah, You know, hey, absolutely. my friend just released this. Mm-hmm. You know, that helps too. Yeah. And just be a good person, everybody. Just be a nice person out there. Yeah. I think, you know, people can really be a lot more patient yeah. if you're just a good person. I, I think that, yes, absolutely. Be a good person. At the very least, don't be an asshole, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you're not going to be good to people, at the very least, don't be an asshole. Great know? advice, actually, yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe, maybe someone like to work with you again, yeah. you know, if the experience went well. There's absolutely nothing that kills a vibe faster, and there's absolutely nothing that destroys a relationship faster than uh, than being difficult to work with, uh, being egotistical, and, and you know, just not wanting, not wanting to have anything to do with other people. Right. You know, so um, I, I saw this in a video recently, um, things aren't like they were in the eighties, you know, like the, you could destroy hotel rooms and that, and uh, no, no. There, there was a rock star mentality. That's not right. a thing anymore. No, no. It, no. It's, yeah. And there's too many people out there now, like yeah. as far as musicians, they'll yeah. find someone else. Yeah. It didn't go well. Next. Yeah. yeah there's always sure. the next thing. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And for people, like you said, like the, what you're doing, you know, you can produce on your own. You don't have to have thousands and millions to yeah. go into a studio and become that jerk off. Yeah. Guy absolutely. that's ruining a hotel room. Yeah. You know, there's lots of people out there that are very yeah. humble. Oh, sorry. I, I know this is like, no, no. Is, yeah. but, but adding to, so if you're up and coming, your gear won't solve the problem. Like, uh, you could, you, if your songs aren't where they want to be, as long as you have the basic setup, mm-hmm. uh, you can set up a studio for less than $300. Maybe you shouldn't, but you, but I mean, you mm-hmm. can. And, Buying a thousand dollar microphone is not going to solve the problem. Buying, uh, you mm. know, like it's like that kind of stuff isn't going to solve your problem. The issue is 
just learn what you're doing. You know, like uh, that is us. <laughs> we are the bargain basement. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely know a thing about that. You know? Hey, but you can find some gems in that bargain. Oh yeah, basement, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you have um, your, your your Facebook channel, not I, Facebook channel, YouTube channel. I do. Yes. So tell us what that is. So uh, it is J dot M dot It's uh, uh, J M Fopple music on YouTube. Uh, I do a lot of collaborations there. Again, as we mentioned with Victor, I. I'm doing a series now, a songwriting uh, practice that's open to the public that there's always, uh, it just gives people the opportunity to practice uh, top line leads, uh, solos, whatever. I'll, I'll post a snippet of a song. And um, it's a little more nuanced than I think just like chord changes and that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just a practice thing that I've, I've started doing and uploading on YouTube and stuff. Okay, so, so everyone that's, you know, make sure you go on there and subscribe, get yeah. the latest. Uh, is there any other sites that you'd like to mention? Uh, if anybody wants to support my music, uh, I do have music released. I have an EP out called Still Breathing. Uh, it is on Spotify, YouTube. It is on any streaming platform, you know, iTunes, whatever. Uh, I do have my Facebook, which is JM Foppel. Uh, I'm on just about every social media. But if you do want to support me on a more regular basis, I do have a Patreon. Patreon uh, is a sort of crowdfund, but it's a way to support creators uh, like myself for as little as a dollar mm -hmm. a month. Uh, and it just it gives you access to a bunch of cool things depending on the creator. But like oh, for cool. myself, it gives you access to the back the entire back catalog of the songwriting practices, uh, as well as my album. Uh, and, and all future releases so, as well. Well, then tell us like um, what they would get if they were supporting you. You said sure. a little extra. What would they get? So uh, so Patreon is as little as a dollar, and for as little as a dollar, you get access to uh, the, the the wave recordings of my Still Breathing album. So that's the highest that's the highest quality recording you can get. So like if you download off of iTunes, if you're downloading, if you're streaming on Spotify, those are not the highest quality. Um, that's not the highest quality file. Mostly those right. are, they're compressed uh, MP3s mm -hmm. and such. Uh, I give you the waves of my still breathing album. Uh, I give you the waves to the smiles you'll never see again, which is a two song, uh, another two song thing that I did. It gives you the back catalog of the songwriting practices that I put up and uh, I'll, I'll continue adjusting it from there. But like, that's the $1. I also have like a $3 and a $5, which gives you access to like commentary on songs uh, sneak peeks at stuff I'm I'm gonna be releasing and other stuff like that. So oh, cool, man. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Josh, thank you so much for coming yeah, out and being a part for, of our show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I man. really appreciate. it. I had yeah, a lot of fun. It has been fun, and yeah. I really enjoyed hearing about what you do. I had no idea. You know, I like to. We like to not know too much. Sure. So it makes it a good topic to talk about. But awesome, man. Anyways, we want to say thank you again for being a part of our show. Uh, good luck to everything that you're doing. Thank you. Keep us updated. You know, don't be uh, shy. Send us sure. a message and we'll check out your stuff, man. Yeah. No pressure. But if you guys ever like to have me back, I'd love to come back on. Absolutely, honestly. dude. For great. sure. Absolutely. We might, you know, we are definitely open up to have return guests. Because, cool. you know, especially if you have something else coming out, yeah. you know, we can, you know, support that for you and, and you know, get that out there. Yeah. Please help. Great. Thank okay. you. Okay. So anyways, uh, thanks again, everyone who's listening. Uh, this is second session signing off my name is dan michael and bopple all right guys thanks again we'll talk to y'all soon thanks <laughs>